0: All right, hey everyone! Welcome to episode forty-four of the podcast, dude. My name is Aaron Dowd. I am here to help you make better podcasts today. I want to talk about mistakes. Title of the show is "You're Gonna Make Mistakes." Keep going. So, as I was preparing for this episode, I was thinking to myself, you know, I I see I see podcasters make lots of mistakes, and I could easily make a list of like don't make these mistakes. And I've done that in the past, but I figured let me let me make it a little bit more personal. Let me talk about the mistakes that I've made. And I have made so many mistakes, not just in podcasting, but in life as well. And I keep making mistakes, not just in life, but in podcasting as well. But I've, I've realized as I as I get older that some of my biggest mistakes, some of my biggest fail, failures have turned into the greatest wins of my life. And so now I'm at the point where I believe that the only mistake you should be afraid of is not taking any action, not doing anything. That's a big mistake. And you've heard, we've all heard the Franklin D. Roosevelt quote, right? Uh, The only thing we have to fear is fear itself. And I looked this up, and that's actually only part of that quote. So I want to read you the rest of that. The quote is Let me assert my firm belief that the only thing we have to fear is fear itself nameless, unreasoning, unjustified terror, which paralyzes needed efforts to convert retreat into advance. And I really like that, that that last part, needed efforts to convert retreat into advance. Being afraid of making mistakes, letting the fear of mistakes is essentially retreating away from success. It's retreating away from doing things that could cause you to win or to cause you to get somewhere into advance. So Roosevelt, man, he was a smart dude. So that's what we're talking about today. I'm going to share five mistakes that I've learned, uh, five mistakes that I've learned. Hmm. Corey said, Corey McCabe said at the beginning of the show He said, you can't mess up these episodes about mistakes Anything you get wrong just makes it more funny So just remember that as I make mistakes throughout this episode Where was I going with this? Holy crap, let's just do a show I'm talking about mistakes today, I'm going to give you five mistakes And then I'm going to talk about the lessons that I learned from those mistakes Episode 44 of the podcast, dude, I feel good Man, I gotta I got say, guys, I feel great. Last week, I felt like crap. This week, I feel really good. I hope you guys are feeling great, too. Welcome to the podcast, dude. Okay, where do we start? Mistake number one. Let's just dive in. Mis- <laughs> mistake number one. Being selfish, being selfish. I, I, I made this mistake when I first started podcasting. Even before I uh, joined Sean McKay for the Sean West podcast, I was kind of always more interested in getting, taking from the podcast instead of giving. And something I learned from Sean, it, it, took, it took leaving a, a show, a show that is now extremely successful um, and that I've learned a ton from, I guess I don't have to tell that story again, do I? I guess I should just quickly mention it. I, I joined. I helped Sean McCabe start the Sean was podcast back in 2013, and eventually, because I was being selfish and not focusing on what the audience needed, not focusing on delivering something valuable to the audience, we started getting some feedback. And Sean came to me and said, "Hey, I'd like to refocus the point of the show." And me being the confident, sometimes overconfident, inflexible. Do what I want, kind of guy said. I'm not changing. Like, <laughs> I didn't say screw you, but that was kind of my attitude. It's like I'm, I'm going to keep doing what I'm doing because I'm, uh, you know, I'm always right. And so I, I left that show, which you know, I think is a mistake. But in the end, the lesson that I learned, and and it took leaving the show and and seeing Sean get such big success from his method of of focusing on delivering value. The lesson I learned is that. Your podcast should be about your audience. It should be like giving a gift to your audience. Try to make every single episode about them, about something that they need. Seth, I read an article from Seth Godin uh, about this yesterday, I believe. And he said, focus on giving a gift to your audience. So that's mistake number one, being selfish. Lesson there, (laughs) focus on your audience. Make it about them, not about you. Okay, mistake number two that I made, having crappy sound quality. This is just something everybody goes through. You know, when I started, I bought, <laughs> I bought a decent condenser microphone, but it wasn't a great microphone, and I really didn't know how to use it. I didn't know how close to it. I didn't really know how loud I should set the input gain levels. I didn't have a pop filter. I was recording in a room that was basically an open dining room that had a bunch of echo, and it just didn't sound very good. And even even up until recently, you know, you can go back and listen to the first episode of this podcast and listen to the way I compressed and EQ'd my voice and Sean's voice because he was a guest on the on the episode. I listen back to it now and I'm like, why did I do that? Why does it sound like that? What's wrong? What was wrong with me back then? That was April of last year. That wasn't that long ago. Having having bad sound quality. It just takes time to learn. That's the lesson. It, it takes time in years to learn how to use audio equipment and do post-production. And so really, you can only do the best you can do at the moment. It, it's a very slow process of, of listening and learning what to listen for and learning how to fix the mistakes. So don't sweat it. It's okay to to it's okay to, to study and to ask questions and try to figure out how to make your show sound better, but you can't let that side, that post-production, that EQ, that compression side of things keep you from shipping something because it's never it's never really going to be perfect. You'll just get a little bit better every single week. Mistake number three, episodes that are too long. I've done this a lot, and I'm, I'm working on it. I'm trying to get better at this. I have tried to cover too much in a single episode, and for those of you who are writing blog posts, this happens to you sometimes too. You might be trying to write about too many different topics or cover too much ground in a single blog post or a single podcast episode, it's okay to break them up. If you go if you do an episode that that is too long, if you try to tackle too much, there's a good chance that your listeners will lose interest. They might get lost. They might not be able to follow you where you're going. And this is especially true if you're not an experienced writer. And I I don't consider myself an experienced writer. And so I've made this mistake a lot in the past. I just try to cover too many things in a single episode. So the lesson here is break those longer episodes up into multiple episodes. Do take a huge topic. Make it a three-part series. Aim for shorter but better shows. People are okay with that. They're not going to get angry at you if you do two 20-minute episodes spread out over two weeks instead of one 40-minute episode. Mistake number four, being bad at talking. (laughs) If you want to hear, if you want to hear how good of a talker I was back in 2013, you can go to seanwest.com/slash-one and hear the very first episode. I don't recommend you do this, but but go <laughs> go back and listen to that compared to how I am now. <laughs> That's really all I got to say. I I was, I'm not gonna say I was nervous and and you know unconfident. But I was pretty bad at talking. I used a lot of filler words. I've been told that I say like like a bajillion times in every episode. And I think even back then, I thought I was good at talking, probably like I do now. I'm a little bit more realistic about it now. I realize that I'm not the greatest speaker, but I've been working on it. I try to ramble less. I try to prepare better shows, prepare good outlines, know what I'm going to say. And not get off too off topic or use a bunch of filler words. Filler words are something I'm really, really trying to focus on eliminating from my vocabulary, from the things I see. See, I go too long and I start doing it. So, the lesson here, you just have to practice more. It just takes time to be comfortable speaking on microphones, speaking on a podcast, speaking on a video, any of these things. So, fake confidence until you make it, really. Fake it till you make it works for confidence. Slow down. Take, take, you know, take some breaths. Breathe a little bit more. And I have to say, after doing 43 episodes now, I don't freak out like I used to <laughs> on a podcast. Doing the, man, the first 10 solo episodes were so hard for me. I, was, I would have stress headaches afterwards. Even though I was preparing outlines, it was just new. I, was, I, I really wanted to do a good job. So being comfortable comes if you do it a lot. Watch some videos from voice coaches. You know, Roger Love, there's a video, if you type in Roger Love and go to the video section, the first one that comes up, I think it's called How to Project Confidence, is a really good video about how to be a better speaker. And then, of course, you have to listen back to your recordings to identify your common mistakes. If you're using filler words, if you say, um, or like, or, you know, too much, chances are there are little ticks. I listened back to uh, episode 257 of the Sean West podcast just came out last Wednesday. You guys should check that out, because I actually talked about how I plan my day for maximum efficiency, and a lot of people like that show. SeanWest.com slash 257. But I was listening back, and I realized that I say uh, I say honestly. But honestly, guys, honestly, I I honestly think that, you know, really... I say honestly a lot. Honestly, I do. And <laughs> I was listening back, and I was like, man, why, do, why am I saying that so much? But you won't know these little, these little imperfections in your speech if you don't go back and listen to your episodes. So honestly, guys, you should go back and listen. You see what I did there. Okay. Mistake number five, imposter syndrome. Imposter syndrome. Feeling like you don't know enough or or not actually knowing enough. <laughs> So not knowing enough or not doing enough research or just feeling like you don't know enough. And the lesson here is learn, you know, learn what questions you should answer. Learn what questions you should answer. What was I thinking when I wrote that? Chalk that off to a mistake. Do more research. Know your, really know your topic in and out. Write about it. Write about the things that you're going to talk about on your podcast because that will help you feel more confident about it. And like I said earlier, confidence just comes with time. And as you answer conversations, answer conversations, and as you answer questions and you have conversations with people, you will start to know your topic more. But I think something everyone needs to be okay with is learning how to say, I don't have the answer to that right now in response to a question. If someone asks you a question about something that you, like for me, people ask me questions about podcasting, sometimes I don't have an answer to. Ask me a really hard question about an RSS feed, and I will tell you that I do not have the answer to it. I could probably go look it up and, f- and find it out, but but so many of us think that because we've been doing something for a couple of years, because we do a podcast about something, that if people find out there's something we don't know, they're going to expose us as a fraud and, and, and laugh at us and feel like, oh, this guy's just, he's dumb, you know? You don't have to feel that way. It, it, do research, yes. If you're going to do a podcast about a topic, learn about it as much as you can. But BOK was saying, I don't have the answer to that question. No one expects you to know everything. And really, back to Seth Godin, I was talking about him earlier. I was watching a video he did about education. Not, I think it was a TED Talk, but it never got published as a TED Talk. But either way, he said that he believes that no one should have to memorize anything ever anymore. Because if something is worth learning, it's worth looking up. And I don't know. I kind of agree with him. We have so much information available at our fingertips through a Google search that really (laughs) learning how to find the answers is the skill that you need to have. You know, somebody, (laughs) I, I always kind of laugh whenever somebody asks me a question that I know they could have typed into Google and gotten the answer for very easily. There are some questions that you can't type into Google and get a satisfactory answer. There's some sometimes there's weird edge cases sometimes it, maybe it's more of like a philosophy thing, but there are some questions like how big should my my podcast artwork be? That I guarantee you if you if you type that into Google and somebody answer, asked me that in an email this week and I I'm fine with it and I, re- I replied I gave him the answer, but at the same time, gosh guys like, <laughs> please Google something before you ask someone. <laughs> just, just try that. Okay. That's going to do it for the show today. I hope that was helpful for you guys. I can uh, go back over over those mistakes one more time. Mistake one, I'll just give you the lesson. Don't be selfish. Focus on providing value to your audience. Mistake two, you're going to have crappy sound quality for a while if you're just getting started. You'll learn. You'll get better. Keep trying. Uh, Mistake lesson number three, if you have really really long episodes, maybe think about breaking them up. Mis- uh, mistake 4, lesson 4. If you're bad at talking, work on improving that. Listen back, identify what you need to get better at and work on getting better as as a speaker. A mistake in lesson number 5, do more research. It, don't don't feel imposter syndrome, really really try to know your subject, but be okay with saying when you don't know something. All right, so that's going to do it for the show. I've got actually I've got a couple things to talk about. I've got some bonus mistakes for the after show, and then a couple of questions that were really, really good. Guys in the community have been awesome today talking about this. I really appreciate it. If you want to support the show, if you want to learn and hang out with awesome people, go check out seanwes.com slash community. I stream the show live. I talk to people in here. We got a, uh, a new community member, Karma. What's up, man? Thanks for joining. I appreciate you. He's hanging out in here. This is his first live show, so I'll give him a little shout out. Hopefully, uh, hopefully you're liking it so far, man. So slash community it's fantastic. You'll get a ton out of it. And let's see. If you got any questions, you can find me on Twitter. I'm at the podcast dude. You can send me email aaronatthepodcastdude.com. Find me on Snapchat. I'm C W A. And that's it. Short after show. Gonna, gonna try to ask less of you guys. Oh, you know what? I actually want to read an iTunes review. You guys have been nice leaving iTunes reviews. Speaking of uh, speaking of Karma, he left me a review. Thanks, dude. I read this live on the air. He said, best podcast on podcasting ever. This is by FSTtrading.com. Look at that. That's smart, man. Username is your URL. Good job. He said, I have listened to a heap load of people on how exactly to podcast. Aaron is by far one of the best. This podcast has jumped to the top of my list for podcasts that I just have to listen to every time a new episode comes out. I wish I had listened to this podcast before I came out with my own podcast, which is the FST Trading Podcast. Shout out, dude. There you go. Good job. Would have made things so much simpler, and I would not have struggled so hard. Brilliant. Thank you, sir. I really appreciate that. To everyone who's left a review, I really, really appreciate you. It makes me happy, makes my heart have little warm fuzzies. So keep them coming. If you haven't left a review yet, you can do that over at thepodcastdude.com slash iTunes. That'll take you to the iTunes store. All right, outro music. How are we doing, everyone? It's Monday. Can we get excited about Mondays? Everyone's Everyone always hates on Mondays. I like Mondays. It's when my show comes out. Mondays are cool. That's just my opinion. All right, guys, stay tuned. I'll be right back. Awesome. So I got some good stuff for you guys right now. Uh, some bonus mistakes. Woo! Number one, forgetting to hit record. This happened to me once. I had to re-record an episode, and it was a long episode. It was like a 45, 50-minute episode. Huge outline, probably like 3,000 words, and I was exhausted by the end of it. So double-check double check your recording is going before you start an episode. Uh, and hopefully you won't make this mistake more than once or twice. But chances are you'll probably make it once or twice. So coming up with a system or a checklist, a pre-show checklist for this can really, really help. Otherwise, you just get in the habit of it. Slow down a little bit while you're doing important stuff like this. That can help. Number two, typos, typos in show notes, admin errors. This stuff happens. Who was it? Uh, Scotty Russell was saying he's got fat fingers and... And he makes all kinds of typos. Yeah, it's okay. you know. Thankfully, the computers catch a lot of it, but it's, it's going to happen sometimes. So don't beat yourself up about these minor details. If you can't hire someone to prove your show notes or to review your work, then just slow down a little bit. Review them carefully before you publish them. Because it, you know, it's okay to want to get it perfect, but as hard as you try every once in a while, you're just going to miss something especially when, for some reason, when it comes to reading the stuff that we write, we just always skip over the, the mistakes. I think because our brains, I've heard that our brains expect it to be right. And so we just, we don't see there's typos. Okay. Number three, negative feedback. Fun. Negative feedback isn't really necessarily a mistake, but if you do something like podcasting long enough, Eventually, you're going to find someone or someone's going to find you and they're not going to like what you're doing and they're going to tell you so. And it's really easy to get angry or depressed when faced with negative feedback or even worse, to lash out. And uh, my friends, Corey and Kyle, Corey Miller and, and Kyle Adams, they have a podcast called Behind the Brand and they talked about feedback this past week. So I don't have the episode number in front of me, but go to behindthebrand.com and it should be one of the recent episodes. Nope, I can't say that because what if people are listening in the future? Dang it. Dang it. You got a future-proof stuff, guys. Okay. Managing feedback. Behindthebrand.com slash 27. It was episode 27 called Managing Feedback. It was really, really good. So key takeaway here is if someone sends you some feedback and it's just plain downright mean like there's there's no there's no value to it at all then you should respond with kindness if you can just be nice or just don't respond at all you know there's no rule that says you have to fight with people on the internet a lot of the times it doesn't get you anywhere so Kyle just te- texted me and said I'm really excited about my trip this week yes Kyle I'm really excited about it too he's not in the ch- is he in the chat right now oh hey Kyle there you are all right. So negative feedback. Yeah. You don't have to fight with people on the internet. That's not a rule. In fact, I've I, I kinda am of the opinion that if someone does not ask me to educate them about something, <laughs> educate them. You know, if, if someone isn't open minded and and asking for advice or feedback or help with something, chances are trying to argue your point of view to get them to change theirs isn't gonna work. And so really, it's just a waste of time. And time is our most valuable resource. So don't waste it on people that aren't going to value it. Or don't waste it on things that are basically just like running in a hamster wheel, which I feel like is arguing arguing with people on the internet most of the time. Okay, mistake number four bonus here. Never launching your podcast, working on it indefinitely. This isn't just for podcasts. This is for anything. I think this applies to movies. I think this applies to blog posts. I think this applies to courses, to books, all kinds of stuff. Lots of people love working on things indefinitely, and and I I was thinking about it this morning, and I think I know why. Is because we want something to be perfect. It's perfectionism, right? We want it to be the best it can possibly be. But the problem with that, the problem with that is your work can only be a snapshot of the moment before you release it. As soon as you put something out, it's frozen. For, you know, for the most part, there are things that can be updated. But but the other problem is is that your definition of perfection isn't the same as someone else's. And funny enough, some of you who follow me on Twitter know that I was talking about Blink-182 because <laughs> I was listening to Blink-182 a lot yesterday. I like them as a band. But there are some songs that they have that I really don't like. As much as I love a lot of their music, this goes for any band, but I'm using Blink as an example. There are some songs that I really, really don't like. And yet, when I posted something about it, one of my friends on Twitter said, uh, I don't really don't like this one song, and it was one of my favorite songs, you know? So perfection means something different for everyone. You might put something out and think it's total crap, and it could completely change someone else's life just because of where they are or what they need at the moment. And vice versa, you might put out something that you've been working on for five years and you're really, really proud of, and it helps nobody. It reaches nobody. <laughs> you know, there's no way to know for sure. But by holding back and by trying to perfect something, you're you're only delaying that point where you put it out and you have to start working on the next thing or you have to start gathering feedback about it. So I would encourage you to. Focus on publishing things regularly, about on putting things out regularly, because what you're really doing is taking pictures of where you are in your career, taking pictures of where you are in life. You know, I have podcast episodes weekly now for the past year, almost. And that's really cool, because in the future, I can go back and listen and see how I've improved and see how I've evolved. And same goes for things like journaling and and movies. You know, you got those guys that was it Robert Rodriguez who did a, did a movie on like an $8,000 budget and people thought it was amazing. And he was like, well, like I only shot it this way because I couldn't afford anything better. It was a snapshot of where he was at the time. And now he has huge, huge budgets. You know, the movies he works on, I don't know, millions of dollars, possibly billions. I don't know. I'm not a movie guy, but my point is, is that try to make it good, but focus on shipping don't focus like don't allow yourself to be afraid of it not being good enough and let that keep you from ever getting anything out there. So I want to maybe do a uh, another episode about that in the future. Okay, got a question here from Corey McCabe. How should you treat mistakes that cannot be fixed? I'm a filmmaker, so in a final product like a film, some things can't be redone yeah I feel you, man, because'm I'm, I'm a musician, so I've played drums on some recordings and I don't know. it doesn't little mistakes don't bother me as much anymore. Like I said earlier, I, I don't think everybody ex- not everyone doesn't expect perfection from you. Not, not everyone is thinking like, oh, this has to be the most perfect thing ever. And also everyone's idea of what is good and great, varies so some people might love your film for the way it is and some people might hate it that's just how it is but as far as you personally keep your eye out for the biggest mistakes fix those and then like just you have to decide at which point is this thing okay enough to ship like is is there are are you going to reshoot the whole thing because of a couple of mistakes no like can you edit it out in post-production no like Could you spend a month shooting a scene or shooting a whole video, a short film, and then go back and listen to the audio and and think about like, oh, man, like we could have gotten we could have used a better microphone and gotten way better sound quality. Like, are you going to go back and redo the whole movie with a better microphone just because you want better sound? So at some point you just have to say this is good enough and this is this is a good example of where I was at this time. And, And you have to make something new keep moving forward. Yeah. And stop, stop, you know, it's hard. It's easy to go back and look for the mistakes that you've made. And in some ways it's even good. You know, I I go back and I listen to the first few episodes of the Sean West podcast and I recognize a lot of mistakes and I've learned from those mistakes, but that is is frozen in time. That is forever going to be on seanwest.com For people to go and listen to and probably be annoyed by. (laughs) It's just part, it's just where I was. I can look back and I can see the difference and see how far I've come since then. But if I'd have never, I wouldn't have gotten better. I wouldn't be able to see the the improvement if I hadn't ever started, if I had never just let Sean ship that. So, you know, if if you're the kind of person that can't let go of your own work, maybe it's time to go work for somebody else who. We'll have the final say, and we'll say this is good enough. Let's let's put it out. That having uh, having the community and having Sean hold me accountable for putting out my podcast every single week has been really really helpful because I know from the time I record this to the time I ship it, I've got less than a week. So it can it can only be as good as I can make it be in that week. So I hope that helps, Corey. All right, everyone. Now we're pushing 32 minutes, so. I'm going to bounce. I hope you all have an excellent week. Get lots of work done. Again, if you have any questions, Aaron at thepodcastdude.com. Go make some mistakes this week. Go, Go ship something. Or at least get closer to shipping something. All right, thank you for listening. I'll talk to you later.